0: well we are on episode 187 of the connecting faith to life podcast and we continue to grow and it's because of you you're out there and you're and uh, letting people know to join us on podcast and listen and catch up and start you can start fresh wherever you are and then kind of catch up or you can just start where you are and keep on going so That's right. Uh, we just appreciate y'all listening and well, getting, a lot get, in the, getting back the word lot out to
1: go back to listen to. So, it would
0: be good to go back and listen to some old episodes if you're just starting.
1: Yeah, that would be good. There's a lot there, to listen to. I was uh, you know, kind of I was looking through all the episodes yesterday because I was trying to think through okay, what are some topics we need to hit coming up. Um and I had some in mind then went back and looked through the list like oh we already did that we
0: already did that we already <laughs> yeah. did that yeah when you you start to get a little uh, encyclopedic when you get to 187 i mean you've done a lot of the stuff you know There's you've done a lot. a lot of the things There's that you normally talk about so we're going to have to start doing you know what we call niche things It's just uh, small little you know well if you want to be humble as a follower of christ in north charleston you know you know, you know how they do uh, <laughs> get
1: more specific
0: yeah how, how exactly so you're going to have to do it like you would do a you know, when you go get approved for a uh, doctorate and you got to oh say, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah you got to be very right specific. on that
1: very specific topic that nobody really cares about or wants to read <laughs> yeah you know, I wrote so, a, so there's that I wrote anyway. my dissertation on a niche um, subject years ago and um um, I went back to the library in New Orleans. I don't know. It's been five or six years ago. And I grabbed my dissertation off the shelf in the library to see how many people had checked it out. And? Nobody. Uh, <laughs> if I had known, I would have gone in and checked it I out. I appreciate that. So I wrote I this w- big.
0: Because we got a tour of the library. Yeah,
1: I wrote this 200-page document that nobody's read but my um, PhD advisor, so. It's really encouraging.
0: Well, I've got I've got a friend, Pete Link, who wrote one of the largest dissertations. And yeah, that's where he was like wonder, seven
1: thousand pages or something. I don't know. It, it literally is seven hundred.
0: That's not even kidding. Yeah. So,
1: well, uh, I was told in my seminary days when I was working on my PhD that the best dissertation is a done dissertation.
0: Amen. So I took
1: that to heart, and you know, I I did mine in less than two hundred pages and got that thing done. And you know, Doctor Link. Is mm. a, a super smart man. Oh, I know that he is. But I graduated too.
0: But he's very exactly. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> and they didn't say now how many pages yeah, was your say, dissertation, or right, you're not getting your right. doctorate. Yeah,
1: he's a super smart man. I'm probably the uh, the least qualified person to ever to receive a PhD. But that's okay. I'm okay with that. All right, you've heard my story. I've told, I've told you a hundred times that my advisor said I was not the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah, that's no, not, that's, nah, all right.
0: that, that's he. Yeah. Okay. I don't believe that. Well, but anyway, that's I believe true. that. He said that. I don't believe that. But anyway, all right. um, So we're on episode 187. So get the word out, and uh, we hope to just continue to give you great content to help you connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life, and we mean that. That's not just a saying. Uh, I am so proud of being humble. I really am. Um, (laughs) You know, humility is one of those things. If you think you have it, you probably don't. You know, it's it's one of those if things I've heard that, it, You probably don't. You know, I, I, I think about you know it. this the idea of that I, I'm I'm the humblest person in the world. Well, you're probably not yeah. because yeah. you would. I I know you humble people, and they don't even know they're humble. They yeah. don't even recognize it. They don't think they are. Yeah. You know, so humility is one of those things that we have to say. Okay, it is a it is a part of being a follower of Christ. And how can we be more humble? So yeah, today, something we don't really think talk about. about that. Yeah,
1: we don't really think about it uh, very much. I mean, I don't know. How often during the day you think about, man, I need to be humble, right? Mm-hmm. It's just not something we think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the reality is, humility um, it, it really is one of those defining characteristics of a follower of Jesus. Right? I think about First Peter five five, where where you know Peter's to say, clothe yourselves in humility. Mm. Um, we're going to think about today on this episode, of Philippians two, which you know is all about humility and how we're to. Uh, in humility Treat others as more significant Than ourselves So humility is a big deal For a follower of Jesus And, and it's not something That we think about often and not only is it not something that we don't think about often, it's not something that comes naturally to us. Oh, I would agree with that. I mean, it really does take a, a sanctifying work of the Spirit of God mm-hmm. in us and us cooperating with that work for us to become a humble people. It's just not something that comes naturally. What does come naturally for us, obviously, is pride. Mm. It's very easy to be prideful. And, uh, you know, I, I've i heard, you know, over the years, different pastors say that, you know, the, the, the original sin was pride. You know, that they and, and that that at the root of all sin is pride, which and that makes sense. Right. I mean, you think about Adam and Eve when they when they were tempted in the garden and they gave in a sin. Uh, you know, I know the sin was was obviously disobeying God and eating of the forbidden fruit. But 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 at the root of that prideful heart, mm-hmm. we, we want to be like God. Right. Right. We want to have that kind of knowledge. And there's this pride like we we're, we're important. Right. And so you think about all the sins that we commit um, you know, at the root of those sins, this rebellion against God that says, I want what I want. I want to be the God of my own life. And so Mm -hmm. pride really does affect all of us. And, um, and, and so, you know, I, I have, I think, um, you know, a lot of experience with pride.
0: I think we all do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we're uh, honest, we all, all do. we all do.
1: And I, I know my own journey has been one of, of the best of my ability with the help of the spirit trying to put to death pride in my life. Amen. And I got a long way to go. I feel like where I'm at in life now, I'm a lot less prideful than I used to be. I think God has humbled me in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. He's mm-hmm. taken me through some experiences in my life where, where, where I've uh, been humbled. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I, I can tell you, um, you know, in my earlier years, in my
0: earlier years, earlier those years, are the key, that is true. Every well, single you time. Know, I
1: think that's, that's especially for uh, a young man. Yeah. You know, we're trying to prove ourselves. Yeah. I, I think you know? so. And, and, and for me, my issue, kind of as in my earlier years, my late teenage years, in my early 20s, um, <clears throat> one, I have a, I, by, by nature, kind of way, my personality is wired, um, I'm very type A mm-hmm. um, and very driven. Mm-hmm. And those aren't bad things. I think those that's the way God made me. And right. some of you listening are the same way. Some of you are a little bit different. God gives us all different and unique personalities, but I'm very type A, very driven, um, very success oriented, mm-hmm. right? I will to be successful. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and and uh, just very ambitious, right? I mean, I remember as a kid even wanting to, I mean, when I was in kindergarten, mm-hmm. we had career day. Uh-huh. What do you want to be when you grow up? You know and what
0: I wanted to be? I'm a Tell
1: me, I want to be the president of the United States.
0: Well, that's pretty ambitious. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what I wanted to be. That's I wrote a little a paragraph on why I want to be the president, and then uh, you know I remember we got on the, the floor and they uh, traced our bodies. You remember how we used to do that, oh, as yeah, kids? Yeah, and, definitely. And, and I got to color myself as president of the United States of America. That's what I wanted to be. That was pretty ambitious for a five year old.
0: That's yeah, I would say. But, I so. mean, hey,
1: if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm going to do life, let's go big. Might that will I mean, go go big. So that was kind of my goal as a kindergartner. I, I couldn't think of a higher position or a better job, uh, of, 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 you know, notoriety than the president of the United States. And so let's go. Now, obviously that, that, uh, that kindergarten goal didn't work out so well. Um, <laughs> kind of grew up and had no desire for any kind of political office whatsoever. Oh, but you yeah. know, as a five-year-old, that's kind of what I wanted. I wanted to be the president. So I've, I've been, always been that, that guy that, that has been, um, ambitious and, and, um, and, 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 and none of that's bad. I think all of that is 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 wiring. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way that God has wired me to be kind of that type A personality-driven, all those kind of things. What's sinful is when I let uh, the pride come into that personality, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I want to... Succeed. I want to be uh, the president, or I want to be successful because I want people to say, "Look at what he's done. Mm-hmm. Look at what he's accomplished." Because what happens with with pride, oftentimes, is is the reason why we want to achieve and the reason why we want to to you know reach our ambitions or whatever the case may be, is because we want the people to look at us and say, "Oh, there's somebody who's successful," and we want the approval of people. There you go. That's right? Exactly right. We want. We want. Uh, and 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 I think that's that. Really, a lot of times, at the heart of pride. Uh, I want people to see me as somebody, right? And so, if we're not careful, that can take over. And I remember being in, in seminary, and I, I think I shared with you guys at staff meeting last week. Um, we had some big dogs in seminary, some some guys that have since graduated from seminary and gone on to be very successful. Right? Uh, in, I say successful um, in, in the world standards, right? Um, pastoring churches of of thousands upon thousands of people and all that kind of stuff. And I remember, I remember seminary, yeah, written books and, you know, and you have written a book. Well, but I understand you and my mom have read it. That's about it. Um, so, so, but you know, just very successful in, in, in kind of this, uh, in, in the eyes of man kind of thing. And I remember, you know, in seminary, these guys who were obviously very, very talented, very Mm -hmm. gifted communicators, you kind of knew, um, that they were going places. Right. Um, And, um, I I can remember in seminary, just the envy, as I looked at these guys who I knew were going to be very successful, if you will, in, in ministry and thinking, man, why not me? Right. Mm -hmm. Why, why, why not me having that, you know? And then when I got into the pastorate and, um, you know, especially when I was in in some churches that struggled a little more, mm-hmm. um, than just asking the question why. When mm-hmm. I when I saw my friends who were in seminary and they did go on to become very successful, again if you will, in their churches, they were you know running big crowds and the growth was very fast and they were writing books and podcasts and all that kind of stuff and 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 I'm just kind of. Struggling away to get somebody to come to church. Period. Right, you know, I right. mean that that envy creeps in and that pride of you know I'm just as gifted, I'm just as talented. Why is God working in that person's life in this way and not in mine? And all those were they were they were prideful issues within mm-hmm. my heart that I had to deal with. And and I, and I and I did a lot of praying and a lot of you know soul searching, uh, you know, in my mid twenties and early thirties, and um, you know just. And did a lot of reading from different authors that were very helpful and just coming to the point to, to realize, you know, that, um, there is nothing wrong with, with ambition. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be successful, but there is a, there is an issue with pride. Yes. Pride is sinful. And, and it, it, I think earlier in my life, it did eat me up quite a bit. And so just coming to that place in life where, where I've learned, right, uh, that, that God looks at success completely differently Amen than I look at success. Amen to that. Um, it, when 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 you know when we're standing before the presence of God, he's not gonna look at me and then look at this other pastor and say, Man, you grew your church to forty five thousand, you were great, and Tommy, you didn't. You 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 really you really blew it. I mean, that's not
0: <laughs> no, that's not, not what God's doing, right? Not, um, no, that no, what God is all.
1: what God is after is he's after my heart, mm-hmm. right? Growing in Christ likeness. And he's after me and being faithful wherever he places me. Mm-hmm. Right. And faithful might not mean, you know, that 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 I have all the success that in 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 worldly terms, right? Mm-hmm. You know, how we measure success, especially in the church life, is by, you know, how big the budget is, how many people are in the seats, and all those kinds of things. Yeah. But but in God's economy, God's just asking me wherever I am in life, whether it's in yeah, Northwood or somewhere else, God's just asking me to be faithful in where he's placed me. Faithful you know. and loving on people, shepherding the flock, preaching the word, and let him handle everything else. And so, so over the course of time, I really had to learn that and be okay with... You know, not, not only be okay with but embrace you know kind of god's design of of who he wants me to be and 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 again and we talk about it here at northwood you've probably have heard me say this before if you're part of our faith family is god is far more interested in who i'm becoming than what i'm doing and i'm that kind of person that's always focused i fight this tendency of focus on what am i doing next what's next on the agenda right let's let's go but god is really interested in my heart he's really interested in me um you know becoming who he wants to me and who he wants me to be. And just coming to that realization over the course of time has been very, very freeing. Right.
0: Amen. Well, pastor, I think that's uh, great. So, what we're going to do now is we're going to go through some. Uh, I guess we're looking at six ways. Six ways to grow in humility. So we not, grow not that humility. any of
1: us have mastered it. Not that I've mastered it. Not that you've mastered we're, it. What about you, pops? Have you struggled with pride over the course of your life in oh ministry? Heavens,
0: I have lived with pride. Yeah, you know it's one of those issues that I deal with constantly, and it, you know, the whole thing is, is that you know we got to we got to recognize that, like you said, it's yeah. it's a hard issue. I learned a lot in two things when I was asked asked to uh, uh, leave a church. Yeah. I realized I wasn't as great as I thought I was. Right, And then the other thing was when I was at uh, our, our former church, you know, I had, I had imagined like you, I I, I think, Oh, we're going to go over there. We're going to start this church. We'll be running a thousand, two years. Yeah. And we really never get over a hundred, you know, <laughs> and it was very frustrating for it me. Is. It I is. Was a, I had always been at bigger churches. Yeah, and, and that's
1: the thing, right? You put your eyes on what people measure as a success mm-hmm. and that's not right. what on God measures as a success. But like,
0: God was working on my heart that whole right. time. And, you know, to see the growth that we've had at Northwood, I feel like I recognize now that it's not me or you or anyone. Yeah, it's God it really at God. work and we're kind of plugged in. And we're just, we're and just it's long exciting to to be a, yeah. We're exciting and, to be a part. And not that we're not ambitious. Well, and
1: that's the flip side of it too, right? Yeah. I mean, you think about it where you and I have both been in situations that, that, you know, by the world standards, we weren't very successful. Mm-hmm. Right. And now we're in a situation where, you know, uh it is, by the world standards, more successful. I mean, you know, we're um, we're experiencing some growth and good things are happening. All all glory to God. And so there is a temptation now on the flip side
0: mm-hmm.
1: to think that that I did this. Mm-hmm. And to let that pride creep in again, right? That yeah. that that you know, uh, the success is based on you know, Trey, how good you lead, and right. your area of ministry, or how good I lead, and right. and it's not right. That 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 we're in a season where we're expe- experiencing some more growth, and maybe we have in the past, and all those kind of things, solely because of the grace of God and His sovereign mm-hmm. wisdom and His graciousness and His goodness, uh, determining to uh, allow Northwood to go through a very unique season. So you know, in in whatever season, whether it's in in that, that season where you're not being as successful as you want to be, or you're experiencing that success is, is staying centered in who you are in Christ and, and, and learning to walk in humility. And sometimes, because I've experienced and you have too, Trey, if you don't learn to walk in humility, God will humble you.
0: Oh boy. Yes.
1: He'll if bring you're, If you're me. his child, if, yeah, you're,
0: yeah. if you're not, then you, you, you got more troubles than just <laughs> right? not being humble, but okay.
1: he will, he'll bring you to the end of yourself. And I feel Amen. like he's done that in my life quite a bit, but we got to move. We got to move.
0: All right. So let's talk about six ways to grow in humility. Number one, uh, take God seriously.
1: That makes sense, doesn't it, Pops? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I need to give much explanation to that, but that's the reality. I mean, mm-hmm. the uh, the way we begin to grow in humility is by having a right view of who God is. Mm-hmm. God is great. You are not. That's right. And the last time I read through the entire Bible, it was very clear to me uh, that that um, the Bible is about God
0: and not me. Isn't that something? You know, th- amazing? And somehow I always think my name is going to be in there somewhere. I have not you know? seen it yet. I've looked.
1: It ain't there. I've read through the Bible quite a few times now. Uh-huh. I, but I see, I see God in there quite a bit. Because, because that's the point, right? Exactly. I mean, certainly God does uh, – uh, loves us, of and, and, and the story of the Bible is how God redeems the people that he loves, mm-hmm. but man, it is God's story that, that God is in charge of this whole thing, and if that's the case, if, if the, you know, if Scripture reveals to us that, uh, that the universe is ultimately uh, God's design and everything points to him, mm-hmm. uh, then, then who am I to, to point the universe towards me? And to say that life is about me, right? And so, so for me, just learning, I've got to take God seriously. Mm-hmm. He's the one who calls the shots. He's the one who's in charge. He's the one ultimately who receives all the glory. And so, so I take Him seriously, which leads right into the next way we grow in humility, which and, is and don't
0: take yourself too seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously.
1: Yeah. And and I think that that is really uh, what what um, kind of hinders us mm-hmm. in growing humility and keeps us prideful is we take ourselves far Ooh. too seriously, don't we, Trey? Yes. Um, You know, uh, whether it's how we want people to think about us or, you know, the perception we want to to give other people or, you know, when when something doesn't go our way, you know, we just kind of fall apart and complain and kick and scream and we we take ourselves way too seriously Mm -hmm. instead of understanding that, yeah, we are. Are very flawed people who mm-hmm. are going to mess things up. We are a very flawed people who are not going to get our way all the time. We are a very flawed people um, who are not going to achieve all our goals and our ambitions. We are a flawed people who are going to mess up quite a bit. Take God seriously, but don't take yourself too seriously, because again, you are not the center of the story. God is.
0: You know, I, I do like your preaching and for one reason. You, you, you use self-deprecating humor. And, you know, you, and that, that that helps us understand that we don't have to take ourselves so no, seriously we about every single thing. We don't. I'm the greatest parent. I'm the greatest pastor. I'm, you know, I've heard illustrations the opposite where yeah. they're always about how great they are. Yeah. As a matter of fact, talking about pride, I had a guy that I eventually led to Christ. He used to call me Superman after the, every sermon. This was when I was first Baptist in Utahville. And it wasn't a compliment <laughs> because every <laughs> illustration I had was how great I was. Really? Yeah and so you know uh, you know i i well, you're a pretty I, great guy no it <laughs> was but and he told me that later after he asked christ he said i i thought it was a compliment and it yeah. wasn't it was actually he was saying i knew that i could never attain to that so i would never come to christ mm, mm. so you know we get in the way of people yeah you know, yeah, right being yeah. who they should be yeah, in christ Absolutely. Right. all right number three don't worry about status
1: yeah that that's been the big thing right is 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 those ambitions that you have, those goals that you have, those things that you want to achieve. It really is a question of why. Why do you want to be successful? Why do you want to achieve those goals and dreams? Why why do you want that platform? What is driving you to that, Mm -hmm. right? And oftentimes it is. It's a status thing. Because it is, I want the approval of man, or I want to be seen in a certain light. I want people to think this of me. I want to be seen as a success. I want to be seen as someone who's got my mm-hmm. act together. I want to be seen as someone who's wealthy. I want to be seen as whatever. And so we are a people, and especially in an American Western culture, um, where, where status big, is on display all the yes. time, whether it's in media or whether it's in our social groups or whether it's in our community, uh, we are a people who long for status. Mm-hmm. But my friend, if you if you are a follower of Jesus, you've got status.
0: Exactly, you are a child of God. With the one that matters, right. most. with the
1: one that matters most, mm-hmm. you 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 are going to inherit the kingdom of God, right? You're going to be with Him forever. Um, and so, so you know, part of it is just putting your mind on the things above and remembering Amen. the status you have in Christ and letting that uh, be where you rest and be, let that be what defines you rather than the status of of this world. And and so, yeah. It, growing in humility is is really just getting your eyes off of that status stuff Amen. because at the end of the day it don't matter.
0: That's exactly right. And,
1: and you know, and, and I don't have to tell you this. Everybody, you you know this, but it's a good reminder um, that those people that have the most status in your eyes could be some of the most miserable people, miserable people I, on the face of the
0: earth. I, I, well, you hear, read their books and you'll find out that they yeah. are they're some miserable. Can yeah, be some I mean, you, I mean people.
1: that's right. You well, you you just go back and read some biographies of yeah. some of the famous people. I mean, yeah, I have all this stuff and. And um, I remember reading, um, you know, uh, a Michael Jordan um, years ago mm-hmm. when he turned fifty years old. Um, ESPN did this big interview with Michael Jordan and talk about the wealth he had and um, how his security detail called him Yahweh. Isn't that wild? Mm. I mean, because that's kind of the status he had, like yeah. this larger than life and kind of godlike figure. And in the midst of that, just the, the, the brokenness, right? And he, he said in that interview, because uh, he was 50 years old, he wasn't playing basketball anymore. Right? He, he pretty much said, you know, um, I don't know what to do my life now outside of basketball because uh, for, for all my life, basketball has defined my existence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's miserable because that, the one thing that he was passionate about in his life on a professional level, he couldn't do anymore. He was too old. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, so, you know, just the, the, I mean, I'm sure he's a nice guy and i but, but he doesn't have a Christ, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, uh, he was just finding out as he got past his basketball career, uh, that that was his status symbol. That's all he had. And now that it was gone, what, what do I have? You know? And I mean, and, and for us in Christ, we know that, that, um, man, we have Christ in that city.
0: If you build your life on status, status will change. Yeah, it and, will. And then when it, it changes, it will. You're going to be a miserable human being. That's, that's just exactly the bottom right. line. Let's roll, Pops. All right, number four, uh, think about yourself less. I think that's kind of obvious, but we need to say it.
1: Yeah, so so I, C.S. Lewis um, had a great um, understanding of humility mm-hmm. and wrote about it. And another pastor, Tim Keller, kind of came along and, and contemporized some of the things that C.S. Lewis said about um, um, humility, but the idea that they both express is humility is not thinking less of yourself. There you go. Right. And sometimes we think that, that humble people are those people that say, Oh, I'm a nobody. Oh, I'm a nothing. You know, that kind of thing. And that's kind of, that yeah. kind of, that kind of, that kind of false humility. Yeah. Because even in that, that, um, saying, um, Oh, I'm a nobody. I'm a nothing. Oftentimes, we say that in an attempt to get people to build us up.
0: Exactly. Right? Say, so, oh no, you're yeah, great. To, and, to kind of yeah. feed our
1: pride, right? So, yeah. so you know, C.S. Lewis, Tim Keller, they they were they were were saying that you know, humility is not thinking less of yourself; it's thinking of yourself less.
0: I like it. I do too.
1: It's I always think that's always been very way to helpful for it. me. Yeah. Right that the way we grow in in humility is really to take the focus off of us. Mm -hmm. And so the way we take the focus off of us is how? By beginning to intentionally serve other people, Mm -hmm. right? To put the needs of others. Paul talks about this in Philippians chapter two, Uh, you know, uh, put the needs of others above your own. Look at how you can bless. Look at how you can serve. Who is it in your circle of influence? Who is it in your community? Uh, The people that you're around that you can really focus on and say, that person right there, they need some hope and encouragement. They need the gospel. I'm going to focus on them and, and, and try to be a blessing to them. That's the, really the way you grow in humility, to mm-hmm. take the focus off of you and start putting it on others.
0: That's great. I think that's a great way to look at it. Um, and then this is uh, on the same line, but it's very similar. Talk about yourself less.
1: Yeah, so think about yourself less, and also talk about yourself less, mm-hmm. because you and I, um, by um, uh, the, the nature of our profession, mm-hmm. we're in a lot of conversations. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I've been in so many conversations where I didn't say anything.
0: Mm-hmm. I just
1: listened listen, to somebody else talk listen. about themselves the whole time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we call them bores, by the way. <laughs> well, mean, is that what it, we call them? It, yeah. You know, somebody is a bore at a party. It's yeah. because all they do is talk yeah. about yeah. themselves. I mean, and your
1: and again, is, I mean, I hear, I mean, you know, you, you know, you're going right. And habits. just what I've accomplished and what I've done and what I think about this. and what I think about that. And, and, and so I've been, I've been in conversations, you know, over the course of my life. I mean, all of us have, I'm sure, where we've mm-hmm. been in conversations where we didn't get a word in edgewise, where no one asked us, hey, what do you think about this? Or tell me what's going on in your life, right? Yeah. That, that, that have, and I don't want to be that way. Amen. I don't want to be that way in a conversation where I just talk about me. Amen. I want to be in the conversation where I listen, I ask questions, I get to know somebody else, and I encourage. And so I, I really do think the way you talk about yourself reveals if you're a person of pride or humility because a person of pride is, is it loves to talk about himself or herself and what they've done, what they've accomplished, what they think, all those kinds of things. A person of humility wants to learn about others.
0: Guest services. I'm sorry.
1: Go ahead. No, you're, I'm going to listen to you pops.
0: I would just, I just think guest services has really helped me put, people first yeah. above me, above my things and whatever's going on. You know, I'm there to serve them. Yeah. I'm there to help them. I, I'm there to talk about them. Yeah, You know, I introduce myself because I don't want them later on finding out I was a pastor and why didn't I tell them? I just say I'm one of the pastors here at Northwood. And then I start the process of Finding out about them and yeah. what's important to them and talking to them, and you know, how, uh, and I think people feel, making people feel important is kind of the opposite of that instead right. of making yourself yeah, feel yeah, important. Yeah, yeah. So.
1: And, and the reason why we do it, right, uh, is because ultimately we want to point people to Jesus, right? And exactly. help people know their value and love by the King and all those kind of things. So, last one, and we're done.
0: All right. Number six, keep your eyes on the one who is the ultimate example yeah. of humility. And that's
1: exactly what Paul tells the Church of Philippi in Philippians chapter 2. And he says, hey, um, you guys are struggling with pride. Here's what you need to do. Take your eyes off yourself and put your eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. He is the essence of humility. The one who is the king of the universe, who created all things, has come to this earth, and he has humbled himself to the point of death on a cross so that we could be forgiven of our sins and redeemed through his death and resurrection. You want to talk about Humility. Look at Jesus. He is humble. And so how do we grow in humility? Uh, the primary way we always grow in humility is to keep our focus on the cross. Amen. Look at what Jesus has done for us. And when you focus on the cross and see what our humble Lord has done for us, it really does help us to crucify our own pride and realize that he is the point. He is the one who's done everything for us in his humility so we could gain everything in him. And so that I know that's the kind of Sunday school answer, but... It is true. If you want to grow in humility, put your eyes on Jesus and what he did at the cross.
0: The one who had every reason to not be humble. That's right. Was most humble. That's right. That's right. And I just, ooh, That just, that does right. me in. Well, Pastor, I think this has been uh, eye-opening, to say the least, and uh, just ways that we can begin the process or at least continue the process yeah. of what it means to be humble as a Christian. Like you said, it's such a intricate part of who we are as believers. So Absolutely. as we uh, close, get us ready for next week.
1: I do hope today's episode has been helpful for you. And if it has been helpful and encouraging for you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can have new content delivered to your device. Uh, and uh, leave us a five-star review. That helps us get word about the podcast out to our community. And as always, we hope today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.